And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of the Box Office Report Show. This is the show we talk the top five of the weekend box office. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Larry Chili Boy Chilson. Hello. Hey, what's up? How you doing? It's been a minute. <laughs> it's, it's been, been a minute. A minute. <laughs> It's yeah, you know, the box minute. office, it's been a little quiet recently. We've had some, you know, moderate little successes here and there, mm-hmm. but Wakanda Forever held it's the been. top spot for five weeks in a row. So, you know, we, mm-hmm. we was just chilling, but five we're weeks back. in a row. We had that random release uh, Thanksgiving weekend for uh, Knives, Knives Out 2 or Glass Onion. And it did so well <laughs> that Netflix just like. Didn't continue a run. They just said <laughs> they, they said, it. "Nah, if you didn't watch it here, you gotta watch it at home with us." <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Is that probably one of the biggest uh, bag fumbles of all time? It's. Like, I mean, it's nuts. You that spent all this so money. Big. You spent all this money to get the rights to like this universe or whatever you want to call it. Only, only for it to have nine point four million dollars to its name, or no, thirteen point two million dollars to its name. Hardly no screens on, for just man. a couple days, and then they pieced out. It could have been still. You think like with the we'll we'll get into the top five, but you think that in this top five, Knives Out at this time probably would be in like number three or number two mm-hmm. spot. Yeah, it would you know, be right up there. That's just so silly to me. I get you need like people to come sign up for Netflix, but it's just like their business. I just never understand so that. Like, are people actually signing up? To no, watch that. anybody, I don't who, think anybody so. who wants Netflix has have has had Netflix. That's it. For a while, <laughs> you're, you're, like you're done. That's what I'm saying. You're done. Like I, I think I've had Netflix since like 2013. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're done. That's it. Nobody else. Who who was left? Mary from around the corner <laughs> doesn't have a Netflix yet. Of course she does. Yeah, everyone's got it. I don't understand that strategy, but you know, <clears throat> at least this weekend we're back with a big a big number, a big release. A big, big, big release that we are going to get into here today, everyone. If you want to follow along on this show, I know a lot of people do. Uh, we are looking at the weekend of December 16th, 2022. And we had the opening release of Avatar, The Way of Water, James Gunn's, not James Gunn, oh, holy shit. James Cameron's Avatar, The Way of Water. That's it. That's the only thing that, that released opening weekend this week. Everything else just kind of took a backseat. And let's get into it, Larry. What came in at number one? Yeah, so the top spot at the box office was Avatar The Way of Water, which brought in an estimated $134 million at the domestic box office and $434.5 million at the worldwide box office. Now, of course, that is nearly double what the first Avatar brought in, which was $77 million upon its first week of release. And it did also receive an A cinema score from audiences, the same as the first Avatar made. That is uh, up for debate, though, on whether this is a disappointing number for James Cameron or right where it should be, at least. Hmm. It's clear that... They are in the are in the presumption that they want to play the long game with this, similar to two thousand nine. But 
Listen, only thing I'll say about betting your odds on playing the long game and the legs of the movie is that we are in a different time, like a much different time than 2009. And what I will say is that there isn't a lot coming out in the next couple of weeks. Avatar 2, I mean, the first one, Avatar, it opened up to $77 million and then it kind of just became a juggernaut. I think that was because of like the sheer originality of it and how before that time, it's 2009, so you don't really have a bunch of crazy all CGI looking stuff around that time, around that time period to really kind of, to really kind of re-innovate how we watch movies. I mean, this is probably the first 3D heavy movie that we've had in years. And that's not because that's not because like um, people started like, you know, our, we're, you know, we, we stopped doing 3d and now it's a new thing again. That's because we fell out of doing 3d. And I remember every, I remember there was like Marvel movies that was doing 3d for a little bit. And then it just kind of stopped, you know, cause the 3d numbers, the 3d kind of model kind of really fizzled away a little bit. You know, um, yeah. I actually was watching, I actually, uh, today I was watching Rise of the Planet of the Apes, and I noticed that it's so, like, things throwing at your face, and I'm like, oh, this, this is probably 3D in theaters and stuff. You don't really see movies do that anymore, like, yeah. like blockbusters. Like, Top Gun Maverick wasn't in 3D, you know? Like, Wakanda Forever wasn't in 3D, you know? So... It's like it, that's not really an innovative thing anymore, and that's kind of what they were betting on this weekend. There were like basically no, there were no kind of standard. If you wanted to just watch it in IMAX by itself, there was none of that. There was like you either gonna you're gonna get 3D or you're gonna have to wait till like a midnight showing that doesn't have a 3D. So that was kind of that was kind of crazy. But I think they just they're just expecting for this to go the long way and just have a bunch of legs. But I don't know because times are different and that first one was such a big phenomenon. And I don't know. What do you kind of see happening here? Yeah, so it'll be interesting, as you said, with the legs, because mm -hmm. another film just to look at from this year is Top Gun Maverick. Mm -hmm. which opened to 127 million which you know a huge jump from its original as well and the reason that one is the biggest movie of the year is because of those legs people just uh, kept going <laughs> i still mm -hmm. can't quite explain top gun mavericks in insane success at the box mm -hmm. office um but that was kind of like the leggy movie of this year so far and, you know, Avatar, the first Avatar kind of set the precedent of that. I mean, I don't know if we've ever seen a movie as leggy as the first Avatar. Just looking at it, it didn't drop more than 41% yeah. for 15 <laughs> weeks. I mean, it was still <laughs> dropping 40s and less 15 weeks into release. I mean, it was nuts. But as you said, one of the things with that original Avatar, so much of that box office came from 3D numbers. Like, it had a yeah. huge, a massive, I'm pretty sure, obviously, still the record for biggest yeah. 3D movie of all time. It had a huge IMAX percentage throughout its entire run. And mm -hmm. while this one obviously looks great and it is, uh, you know, doing 3D, it's, yeah. it's not... <sighs> It doesn't have the novelty. So I do understand certainly where that's coming from. But looking at this also at the worldwide level, 
the way of water is one of the very few we've talked about this before Mm -hmm. for whatever reason china's not letting hollywood movies in jurassic world got let in and pretty much nothing else (laughs) they're not letting movies it did open there yeah but it opened with 57.1 million and that's a very low number in comparison to the first film and what it did over in china so it's not going to get the huge Chinese bump that it did mm-hmm. like the first film did. So, I mean, it made $262 million over in China, the first one right. overall. Right. And this one is not going to get that because they only release our films for like two weeks over there in the best of times. They, they release it for like less than a month and then give it the boot. Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> I right. don't know. I'm I'm interested because obviously the huge jump from 77 million opening to 134, that's a huge jump from the first film. So, I mean, it had the bump you hope for a sequel to have. That's the kind of Absolutely, jump you yeah. want your sequel to have. And it's obviously so it doesn't need to have as great of legs as the first one to hold mm-hmm. on. Uh, it'll be, I I'm mean, just... it's going to be interesting. Next week, it has almost no competition. I mean, yeah, yeah, we have like Puss in Boots coming out, but that's like the biggest the Whitney movie and Babylon, none of those are going to take a huge swipe from Avatar. So right. we'll see how it does over the Christmas time. Because we've, we've seen, obviously, the first Avatar opened in this same area. Aquaman mm. also opened in this area and had huge yep. legs. Yep. And we've seen The Greatest Showman open at this mm-hmm. time and just keep going and going and going. So holiday times do produce big legs. So I guess What we'll about, see. like, if we, if we compare this to other kind of big massive opening blockbusters like i think one i can one that comes to mind is the force awakens did that open up in around december time i think it did yeah the force Um, awakens because this is the biggest non-star wars um december opening yeah that was 247 yeah star wars the force awakens (laughs) yeah 247 (laughs) yeah oh yeah the same date yeah just december uh, I think it's, it's yeah, 16. And then uh, in 2015, a few years ago, and then it dropped about 39%, which is really good. Uh, and then like it's that. December, like December, like the December model for blockbusters, when it works, it works. Like, you know, then we have in week three, 90 million and then 42. So I don't see the way of water doing like a plunge or anything even close to that. I do think it's going to do a solid drop. It ain't doing negative one point eight percent, like like Avatar one did, but I probably will see. I don't. I will. I would say a sizable drop. And I have made, to say, let's see how how long was the first Avatar? I forget. It wasn't as long as this. Uh, two hours and forty one, <laughs> so a good thirty minutes shorter. Thirty minutes shorter. That's gonna. That's another factor to take into account. Yeah. You yeah. know, people aren't running back to watch three hour movies quite as easily. It and, stopped me from going yeah. again. Although I can't talk. I saw. I saw Endgame. Like, ooh. I, I know that that is the one movie that you're like, okay, well, Endgame <laughs> is three hours. But the other the other problem is it takes up more screen time. So like they can't yeah. cram as many showings in a day. On a three-hour right. ten movie, as they can and they wasn't doing two forty. They the demand wasn't as high as Endgame to where they were having theaters open to like one, two, three <laughs> in the morning. You know, they I saw they were trying to do a couple of midnight showings for Avatar, but I never saw any of them sell out the way End Endgame. Every time we always do, we always go back to Endgame when we like talk about box office. Yeah. But it's just people. I just really want people to know how much. 
how insane the hype for that movie was to where you can sell out a two in the morning screening. A two in the morning screening gets sold out. What? <laughs> On a weekday. It was like Thursday. It was like a Thursday, two in the morning. That was happening. Now that wasn't happening for this one. But it's it's just kind of it it's just kind of interesting. Like this was Avatar One is the biggest movie of all time as far as box office goes. Um the tracking had the numbers from like 150 to 192. So I wonder, I really wonder like what happened in the in the, in the span of like a few weeks and stuff. But the tracking had it pretty high. I definitely, as we got closer, I thought it was going to maybe itch to like 170, 180. But um, I saw people, I saw people say that it was going to, it was going to easily surpass Black Panther's 180. And it didn't wow. do that. Yeah, it's behind all three of Marvel releases this yeah, year. Yeah. Uh, so it's the fifth biggest. Well, we'll see. It's either the fifth or the sixth biggest opening of the year. Right. With the <laughs> After we see what it does with the Batman. But um, the Batman's at what? At 134.08? Yeah, I was like, let's see. What's Batman? And we can look at that. If we if it holds on like the Batman, that currently is sitting at 369. Yeah, 134.008. So that's sitting at 369 overall. I think it'll probably hold better than the Batman just because superhero movies recently specifically have been pretty front loaded. Um, Mm -hmm. And the Batman held pretty well compared to like the Marvel movies this year, but it's still, you know, kind of fell off as it went along. Um, But looking at this box office, Mojo has an interesting report already for legs that it has the best Friday to Saturday hold since Mm -hmm. frozen two in 2019. Uh, it only fell off 16% and, or for a 100-plus million opener. And it says a fifth of the ticket sales for a pre-sale were for a day after opening weekend, which is a huge number compared to normal blockbusters. So people were buying right. tickets for, like, next week rather than this weekend in the pre-sale. So who knows? It might, it might surprise and pull an avatar. I mean, that would be with this big of an opening for it to pull an avatar would make it just insane. Yeah. The big question next is that budget versus the marketing budget. James Cameron has come out and said it needs to make at least 2 billion to cut even. And that's a a big task. (laughs) Yeah. So I think, uh, so actually, with that kind of assumption, not not assumption, but with that kind of, you know, conclusion, I think, I don't, I don't think the movie, I don't think the movie's budget. I think he meant, I think he meant like, it needs to be the biggest domestic <laughs> movie, because that's just insane to say that. But because uh, I think the budget for the movie, it looks like I saw it's at least uh, three fifty, at least three fifty to four hundred million. Yeah. So they gotta like, get they gotta get to eight hundred, which is a which is a big task. And um, there's yeah, nothing. I usually say if you, to be solid, you want to triple your budget. So right, it's right. got to get to one point two, which I think it can do still. Yeah, uh, but yeah. this year it's not a given. We've talked about it. There's it's, still it's, it's we're almost not... at the end of the year. There's two. We still only have Top Gun Maverick and Jurassic World. Those are the only mm-hmm. two movies that have made a billion this whole entire year. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, it's not a given. Any release. I'm just, uh, and I think a lot of movies decided not to go up against this one, assuming that it was going to be mm-hmm. the same kind of 
result of the first movie. But I mean, you guys got to be real. Like one point negative, dropping only one point eight percent. I mean, that's just not. That's I don't. I mean, I could be wrong, and it could it could come out next week and do a hundred and thirty. But I don't see that happening. I just. (laughs) I mean, that would be nuts. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think it's gonna do that. I think it's it'll. I do think it'll take a good drop, but I won't. I won't say like I don't even think it's gonna do fifty or sixty. I think think if anything, it's gonna drop like thirty percent. That's the thing. I think thirty. Honestly, I could see it coming in right around that. Uh, I don't know. I don't. Do I want to go as good as to say a hundred mil? For next week, uh, I think it's gonna. Have I could a good see like weekend. I can honestly see eighty five to ninety. Because I do think Maybe. some of these, because I think, I don't know, I don't know how good Puss in Boots will do. It's been getting great reviews. Yeah, it's yeah, DreamWorks, yeah. so I think it'll do all right. But mm-hmm. I think that's gonna be the main one to make money next out of new releases next weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know that that's really a big competition factor for Avatar. Um, right, Babylon. I do. I mean. It has stars, but I can't see that making a whole lot, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And the Whitney one looks like a TV movie to me from those trailers. I don't know. Even Whitney fans, I don't know how much we're like clamoring for this Whitney Houston movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. They were trying to. They were trying to change the uh, what you call it. They were trying the to change title. the, the they put title Whitney to Houston, Whitney Houston. I want to dance with somebody. Oh man. <laughs> I'm like, who the hell doesn't why know do I want to th- dance with somebody and instantly think Whitney Houston? Come on now. What is why do y'all this? but why do y'all wait to do that until like two weeks out or like Harley a week Quinn, out? <laughs> birds of prey. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, don't get me started. You know they are that. desperate when they change it that colon like yeah. that. I'm like, that oh, means my. the tracking is not it. Terrible. You know, you saw what happened with Black Adam. I mean, we'll get to it. But like Black Adam, they were, you know, the market that the tracking didn't have it crazy. And then they were like, well, Superman might be in it. You don't know. <laughs> they ran to put <laughs> Superman quick. Yeah. And Superman's then now, and now they're like, oh, just kidding. That was a useless cameo. Bye. <laughs> oh, damn universe. We had a whole breakdown of the DCE today on the I Hero Hour. I guess so. I just don't know. I don't know why J- James Cameron would come out and say it needs to make two billion. Like that is why. Why uh, is it to like? Does he think that'll inspire the folks to run out and see it? I don't. Uh, what's the point? What's the point of saying that to the audience? I have no idea. Uh, you know? But like, I mean, I will say, I I saw that. I don't know. This number is still like. I don't want to like shed light on the number. The number is great. Like okay. really good. But you know, I, I you know, I know we have to play the long game when it comes to James Cameron's movies, but. Like last night I was looking at screenings and they were like pretty packed. And I was like, mm-hmm. man, I could see this going up, maybe getting a close to 200. I didn't think it was ever going to surpass 200. Like, I don't think it was going to come near like a, I mean, what, but what made, you know, something like Force Awakens was so big because of the long drought of Star mm-hmm. Wars, you know? And I was thinking like, okay, so with this uh, franchise, it's like, it's been a long drought. Another another thing too was that The Incredibles 2, uh, that was mm-hmm. what, 14 years, I believe? Yeah, and, and it had a huge opening. A huge opening. Bigger it was than like this, one, what, 170 something? I think it was like 170, <laughs> yeah, it was a nuts for an animated picture. I think that was the biggest one. Like that was incredible. And that's like a long drought of the first mm-hmm. movie, which was 2004. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I I leading up to leading up to Avatar's release, 
especially after seeing it Monday, I was like, man, I, I don't know. I feel good about close to 200 at least. But uh, 134 is still really, 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 really good. Yeah, I but, think it's um, a great number overall. I think that's – look, I know Incredibles people 2 hate – Incredibles 2 182. Sheesh. Yeah. But I think that's the thing is even so you don't want to compare it to people get mad when you compare it to Star Wars. Even James Cameron got mad and saying you had mm-hmm. all them movies to build up, you know, so, OK, fine. That will we'll put that one to the side. Incredibles two Incredibles only had one film and mm-hmm. people were like clamoring years, years, years waiting for a sequel to that movie. And when they got it, they went gangbusters. So that's what people are saying, you know, when we're saying the avatar didn't have the the like cultural impact you would expect from the biggest box office of all mm-hmm. time because the people weren't clamoring like they were for incredibles you know incredibles a, mm-hmm. you know a random one off pixar movie that everyone is beloved like a lot of these pixar movies i think finding dory did the same number as this you know so a finding nemo people right, were clamoring right. more or at least as much as avatar and so I think that's what people are talking about. It's it's an event film for sure because it still made 130 mm-hmm. million, but it's in the same league as Top Gun. You know, at the end of the day, yeah. And yeah. the first Top Gun didn't do near anything what Avatar mm-hmm. did, um, mm-hmm. and yet it seems like maybe they have the same cultural impact overall. People were about as excited for one as they were for the other one, and when all is said and done, I imagine Avatar, you know, at the higher end can pull what Top Gun pulled. I don't think it's going to surpass Top Gun by much, if it can at all, at the overall worldwide box office at one point, almost 1.5 billion. Yeah, which is a And that's what we're talking about. Because people are using this as a, oh, everyone said nobody cares about Avatar sequel. And it's like, well, look, we're not really talking about that. It's it's the biggest movie of all time. And it changed graphics. It changed a lot in the technical aspect of filmmaking, of course. That's, I mean, if you deny that, you're an idiot. Like, Mm -hmm. you don't know what you're talking about. But we're just talking about as a cultural thing, where was all this? You just talked about you picked up a shirt. My grandma recently picked up a shirt. But where was all this Avatar Mm -hmm. merch year in and year out? Yeah, it's, it's like, it's like, it's not like Avatar stayed in the, uh, maybe for a few years, but maybe like was... Was people talking about Avatar, like the first one in 2016, 17? It's not like there was no Avatar convention or any, you know, anything crazy like that. It didn't propel or, you Sam know. Worthington into a star, even. Yeah, it, no, it did not. Yeah, it's always Aldana kind of. So we kind of, Aldana kind of went to her own thing when it came to Marvel she's and a, stuff. She's... <laughs> She's the Thanos of the box office. Always to be like, bloop, bloop. Let me hop over here and grab a billion dollars over here, a billion dollar earner over there. Nah, Zoe's so, she'd be jipping and jiving to grab them big blockbusters. I mean, so yeah, so I just uh I don't I, I don't know. So we'll see what happens. It's not 2009 anymore. Avatar looked incredible. I love the movie. It's my favorite movie of the year. Ooh. Uh it's not 2009 anymore. This is not like in a, like this type of technology, he I think they they did a bunch of new stuff here, but like mm. for the most part, this type of technology, uh, you know, it's been done now. It's like it's like after all these years, we've seen I think we've seen so much integration of new technology in cinema, even on television with the Mandalorian tech, how they make that show, and then you know Aquaman doing all the underwater stuff and uh, Black Panther coming out, you know. 
Yeah, I think that's I think that's part of the thing you have to think about with this is Yeah. That's what the last two James Cameron films did that mm-hmm. really boosted them and made them these juggernauts for months on end. As Avatar was groundbreaking. It was it's still probably the best 3D, you know, film of all time and mm-hmm. it brought all these new things into the theater. Titanic was a spectacle we had never seen. Like it uh, the whole sinking of the ship and the grandness of Titanic was just to a new level compared to like anything uh, mm-hmm. we had watched before. Even like Terminator 2 pushed the envelope of special effects. Um, Aliens pushed the envelope. All of his previous films have really kind of... And Aliens, I would say probably the least of the ones I just mentioned. But a lot mm-hmm. of his films, that's what he's kind of known for. He pushes the envelope of what we can do with filmmaking. And this one does. Like you said, they certainly implemented it behind the screen. I just don't know that as a viewer, you're seeing it as much as you've seen it. Like you could tell in titanic and avatar you you visibly just look at the screen and you can see wow this is something special we've never witnessed before (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah and i um although it was like but again the movie's breathtaking the way it looks and it's just but it's gorgeous one of the best it's probably a shoe in for visual visual effects effects, yeah for sure it's it's a marvel at visual effects but it's like in 2022 best picture nom yeah, in 2022, like, we've seen so many crazy things on the big screen. You know, we just had Dune last year. You know, we had Blade Runner 2049. Um, Which, Twitter, let me drag you real quick. They were trying to go back and retroactively pull little <laughs> screen grabs and say this is uglier than we said it was. Uh, I don't know what please. we're talking about here. Yeah, Take I don't a seat. Know. Blade Runner 2049 <laughs> is gorgeous. Stop. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> so real quick, to go back to Top Gun Maverick, like, man... That thing, week two, did about 42% <laughs> No, actually, week two, I'm sorry, did about um, 28.9%, which is, that is the legs it had, man. Then the following week, 42. The following week, 13. So, and I just want to, like, compare something here. It's not like, like, pot, like Top Gun was going against some stuff throughout its run too it's not like it was like by itself for a long period of time the first weekend i mean we had the bob the bob's burgers movies and stuff like that you know but you did have dr strange multiverse of madness in week four you know um so it's just yeah it just kept trucking along so we'll see we'll see what happens that's the one thing also for avatar by coming out in late december it pretty much has a whole month Mm -hmm. i mean there's nothing big coming out for right, a while right. i mean we're all i know we on the podcast are megan stands but ain't no megan gonna <laughs> take down no damn avatar but uh <laughs> no for sure for sure I can't you know so there's january wait. is like a barren <laughs> wasteland <laughs> yeah. so it has that working in its favor for sure so we'll see yeah we'll see so we'll we'll, we'll definitely take a we'll see what happens as far as uh as far as um, you know, the legs that it has, but I, I think it's gonna maintain a good amount of mm-hmm. progress going forward for the next like next couple, the next number of weeks, I presume. But um, okay, let's get into the number two spot. What do we have? So coming in at number two, we have Violent Night, which has maintained that number two position three weekends in a row at this point. 
It dropped only 35.6% in its third weekend for $5.6 million. That brings the violent Santa Claus movie up to $34.9 million domestic and $55.06 million worldwide. Yeah, I uh, this movie... I am. I'm really impressed by how how well it's done. Uh, I think it's a perfect movie for right now. Uh, there's been like a lack of Christmas kind of movies, so I guess yeah. this is the one. If you know, it's R rated though, but this is the one. If you're uh, looking for some type of Christmas film, this is the one that you gotta go out and see. But um, yeah, I think this is. I think this is a still solid number for Violet Night, and the movie has been doing pretty well. So. Yeah, it's only dropped 35 and then 35 again percent each week. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. only 35 percent drops. I mean, it didn't open huge. It opened to 13. But for a movie like this, I think that's a perfectly solid opening weekend. Mm-hmm. And it just is trucking along. Um, so I think this is a nice mid-size film uh, win for Universal. You know, not a big blockbuster, but like a little, a little smaller film that just keeps trucking along. And of course, I think it has what one more weekend. We'll see how it does next week, and then it'll probably die. But <laughs> you know, once um, the new year hits, I think Violent Night is done for. But hopefully, it has another small drop next weekend. <laughs> right, right. So we'll see, we'll see. But I think this is really so. I love the movie. I had so much fun with it. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. We'll see what happens uh, in the next couple of weeks. And. For for it to come in number two against uh, Avatar here, people were still looking were looking forward to it. I think that's good. That's a really good thing. So, good on Violent Night. Who's Violent <laughs> Night? Is that Paramount? Uh, Universal. Universal. Okay, yeah, so solid. Um, okay, number three. So coming in at number three, we have Black Panther Wakanda Forever finally being dethroned after spending five weeks at the number one spot in the box office. Wakanda Forever brought in 5.4 million in its fifth Mm, or sixth mm. weekend of release. That brings the Black Panther sequel up to 418.9 million domestic and 786.4 million worldwide. All right. Black Panther Wakanda Forever. It was about that time when it was going to get out of the number one spot. I'm definitely surprised that uh, Violet Knight kind of bumped, <laughs> bumped it out. <laughs> you no. know? I think I I pause I I I think you know it's it's definitely an alternative to Avatar, whereas Wakanda Forever is definitely that blockbuster kind of bigger movie. So yeah. you know, of course, there's gonna be a few people who are gonna want to see like the Christmassy John Wick kind of you know esque yeah. movie. So, uh, but that is, that's still impressive on Violet Knight's part. I know it was only about a few million dollars, but like, that's still, I don't know. That's still pretty cool. Yeah. It wasn't by much. It was, it was a close race for number two, but mm-hmm. yeah, we're seeing kind of the same thing, just maybe a little bit more dramatically this time around where mm-hmm. Black Panther makes a lot more here in the States than it does international. Right. Um, and I, ugh. I hate when I see stuff like this with like women led because I think Wonder Woman also was bigger here than it was worldwide or, you know, LGBTQ mm. movies are always bigger here than they are worldwide. Um, I just hate that because it, you know, gives studios bad ideas. I'm always like side eyeing them whenever, I, <laughs> whenever 
whenever they're proven <laughs> right with something like this. But mm-hmm. uh, part of it, again, is no Chinese release. I think that's that's what I'm wondering if Marvel is really going to be looking at from this year. None of their movies mm-hmm. released to China, and none of them are going to make a billion dollars for the first time and who knows how long none of their movies are going to make that you know we're doing right. it's hard to count 2020 and 2021 because both years uh, none of those movies were making a billion like there was no way so oh uh, yeah but, for sure for sure but we're back and still like dr strange thor black panther they're all going to mm-hmm. fizzle out before they hit it uh but this i mean this is still a really good number 786 million worldwide is great um still one of the best domestic you know runs of the year yeah uh yeah i i think uh sorry my wi-fi is just like all over the damn place but um uh yeah i still think i still think it's solid for 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 the movie and stuff like that but it's just going to be interesting to see kind of where we how far it can really go until it kind of fizzles out do we know if black panther um, do we know if that is on when that's doing the Disney Plus thing? I don't. I think it's uh I think it's I think it's Christmas when it's coming on Disney Plus. Oh uh, I know Strange um, World is coming on Christmas. Oh, Strange World is coming on Christmas. So that yeah, feels it's coming so out this quick. week. That's yeah, so quick to me. <laughs> Man. Oh, what a disaster, dude. Oop. I mean, yeah, that... <laughs> <laughs> what a dis- I don't know, dude. I mean, an interesting the- note though: Black Panther: mm-hmm. Wakanda Forever was the first film since Black Panther to hold the top spot for five weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. So that's Very fun, good. as it should. Honestly, as I say, I feel like it might be matched by Avatar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like Avatar again. We just talked about how there's literally nothing coming out for like a month, so I think mm-hmm. Avatar might be able to hold it for five weeks. We'll see, but uh, Wakanda Forever did it first. <laughs> um so we were just we were just discussing it number four so coming in at number four is strange world which brought in an additional 2.2 million dollars down 41.8 percent in its fourth weekend of release as we said just ahead of its disney plus debut the latest Mm -hmm. from disney animation studios has now brought in 33.7 million domestic and 56.9 million worldwide uh, I mean, I didn't. It, it's it's a pretty good hold, especially a loss of six hundred theaters. Yeah. Uh, it's a pretty good hold, forty one percent drop. But it's just it's just still a bummer with the way the rollout was for this movie. <sighs> um, just a bummer on how kind of they marketed it and just just like how how it kind of came about. But I mean, it's still this it's it's still held up yeah. pretty well. Um, just... you know, from last week. But yeah, it's just a huge bummer. I wonder if it was Strange World mixed with his comments about animation, like them trying to get rid of more animation on Disney Plus, uh, is what got Homeboy bloop got him the boot chapic mm-hmm. shown the door. Uh, because I was talking about this with a few other folks from the team and Leo on Geekly Goods live stream and everything. Mm-hmm. If you look at it, they've really over the past two three years under Chapic. Uh, they have not marketed these Disney animated features. And Strange World is probably the worst I've ever seen. Like, this was one of the mm-hmm. worst marketed Disney films I have ever seen. Even my friends who love animation, we went to see Wakanda Forever literally like the week before Strange World was coming out. 
They didn't even know what the mm. hell it was. They never even heard of it. So, and they like animation and love Disney, which is crazy did. to me. Like that's just knew. so nuts. But even when you look, Raya didn't get very good at a uh, buzz. Even in Kanto, mm. like we forget. But during its theatrical run, they didn't even have toys ready for Encanto when it was released. And it took off mainly because of Disney Plus. So all the kids started watching it on Disney Plus and found love. And, you know, the music took off from there. So it got its second life. But they did not do a good job. Like I said, they weren't even ready with toys to go for that movie. Like, what the hell? Disney. <laughs> uh, so I think this was like even the the Pixar movies too. Like we were, we've been outraged that they weren't getting released into theaters. Mm. Even Turning Red this year got dumped, even though there was nothing in theaters when it would could have come out. Uh, so they really just. I mean, he was he did a horrible job. <laughs> CEO of Disney. Um, you had to go and i guess i'm sad that it's strange world because i don't think it's amazing it's not the next disney classic but Mm -hmm. you know with uh, a mixed race kid and this like mixed race relationship the lgbtq focus in here all that going on i just you know you always scared that it's going to be used as ammo when it's like come on now disney you know you did not promote this worth a damn <laughs> and it's crazy like why go through all the effort of getting it made getting it you know getting it shot getting people behind it only for you to like kind of you know kind of like not give it any kind of attention at all it's just yeah. it's just really really baffling to me those kind of decisions so yeah i don't know i mean and i don't think it's gonna have that same encanto effect because it doesn't have mm-hmm. music uh, I was kind of saying right. that too. Like, I think musicals have a better chance, you know, especially animated ones, of like mm-hmm. finding a second life when home audiences can watch with all that music. You could just catch, you know, because you get we don't talk about Bruno stuck in your head, so then you're watching mm-hmm, yeah. it, you know. You, <laughs> um, but because that's Raya didn't have a second life, and I think that's kind of why is because there was no music in there to like turn it back up, but. I'm sad about Strange World, but not totally unexpected, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, I would have to agree. So, number five, though, this is, I'm excited about this movie still. Holding on, I didn't realize it had been out for five weeks, but at number five, we have The Menu, which brought in an additional $1.7 million, which is only a 38.6% drop in its fifth weekend of release. That brings the black comedy horror thriller film <laughs> up to 32.1 million domestic and 61.2 yeah 61.29 <laughs> worldwide and i know this budget was under 20 million from searchlight pictures so mm-hmm. yeah it's held on it opened to 9 million which was a solid opening for a movie like this we mm-hmm. saw, you know, just what, last year, Anya Taylor-Joy had another movie kind of in the same vein, with same kind of marketing that bombed start, with Last start. Night in Soho. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. here we go. We see this one open to, like, double that. It's held on. The, the audiences are going back to watch it. So I'm happy to see the menu doing doing well for another, like, mid-budget type of movie. Yeah, yeah, I think it's I think it's like super solid how, how and I, I I'm honestly surprised with how well it's kind of staying in the you know in the top five and stuff because you know it's a weirder than usual movie but it's definitely a movie that kind of causes 
kind of word of mouth of just like this movie is kind of weird dude like go see it similar to everything everywhere you know all at once yeah when that was coming out so you know i think it's i think it's really cool to see it kind of do this well Ooh we can we talk about our Some boy Spielberg? Other... These the Fablemans. Spielberg has his second bomb in a row, certified Mm. now. People were like, "Give Fablemans a chance." Give Fable. No, it's over now, y'all. I mean, it's tried. They've tried to expand it. It's already losing theaters now. It made seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. The Fablemans so far has only made eight point five million domestic, and worldwide, not much better at eight (laughs) point six. Which is like uh, crazy to me. I mean, and I mean, not I, so crazy, but it's like I love Spielberg, but mm-hmm. at this point, he's had two movies that they've given him a pretty big budget for. I mean, we talked about West Side Story a lot last year. That they what gave was the him. budget for this? This was like 50, 40, 50 million. So not oh, huge, wee. not like West Side, where a hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not going to make that back. So it's this yeah. is the second big bomb in a row for Spielberg, and they're both like these awards movies. West Side Story didn't pan out. It didn't really win mm. too much awards either. So <laughs> I don't know so if Fablemans will. Maybe it'll be better. But ooh, mm-hmm. I don't know, Spielberg. We love you, but this is rough. <laughs> um, Yeah, I, w- I mean, I wasn't. Ex- it's one of those movies that like I, I-, I never saw it doing well. Also, too, it just wasn't really uh, universal. Like, I mean, it's by Universal. Like, it wasn't really like a huge kind of marketed movie as well it kind of just it literally kind of just like came out you know mm-hmm. and that was it so ugh, i don't know uh what were what, what are some other things we have here like black adam ticket to paradise dropping 72 percent what is black adam Where doing is still black in adam? 1300 theaters i have no idea but that's it, a it lot made why is it still in that many theaters five hundred thousand dollars black <laughs> adam's run is really about to be done like this is it I mean, didn't it just come out on HBO Max? It's on HBO Max, yeah. But we've seen movies like we've seen movies open up to HBO Max and still like Uh, do pretty well. (laughs) What was the one? There was one that opened on streaming and just kept going earlier this year, and I'm like blanking. Um, there was one. I forget. Black Adam and The Rock is out here, bold face, lying on Twitter about the damn numbers. (laughs) He's saying that it made over 400. This no, no, no. It's at 390, bro. It's at three ninety. You were lying. You didn't profit anything. Can we stop a, with that, please? It failed. I'm sorry, it's but it's it's, okay. it, it, it's, it's, um, <laughs> it's okay. Like it's just. I mean, it happens, Rock. You know. Look, and y'all can say, "Well, Shazam, yeah, but Shazam had like half the budget, mm-hmm. so Shazam making three hundred, almost four hundred million is good. A movie that costs two hundred million to make, only making uh, three ninety, is bad." <laughs> simple math yeah, exactly. i'm sorry so. <laughs> uh but empire of light opened to some more theaters what the hell is bomb. i heard the bells oh what is that well i don't know what i heard the bells is but it's a fathom <laughs> event so it's probably something messy oh, okay you said i you said empire of light yeah there it is 43 mm-hmm. percent. the whale opens wide this week we'll see if it mm-hmm. Holds well or what? Because it's only in six theaters still. It had a huge 169,000 for six theaters. That's not bad. That's I mean, $28,000. Is that the higher per theater average this week? It's the second highest, second highest avatar. And last week it had a huge per theater average, way big Mm -hmm. over a hundred thousand, I believe. So, I mean, it's had a, a nice couple weeks. Um, and I think. 
I'm interested. I don't know how many theaters they're releasing it into next week, but I'm interested mm-hmm. to see if it does well because we've been talking about it. I mean, we just talked about the Fablemans. We'll see about Empire of Light, but looking here, Tar, the Banshees of Inishirin, these, mm-hmm. these, she said, they're struggling this year. Them it Oscar is, movies are struggling yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, because Tar only, tar, well, Tar's in week 11, but it did only make $5 million. She so said. far, that was probably the said, biggest one of them. You know, the best advertised. Said, that movie's down to eighty-one percent, like drop. It's down to thirty-three thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually surprised the Banshees of Inisherin made more than she said. Mm. And yeah. Fablemans, it's it's made more than the Fablemans too. The Banshees, mm. so <laughs> that's so, why it's gonna be tough. I mean. You know, I'm not the biggest fan. I don't dislike either one of them. I don't have either one in my top 10, though. Mm -hmm. But the Oscars do need this year. They need Top Gun. And they need Avatar. Because Mm -hmm. everything else, other than everything everywhere all at once, which, you know, was a phenomenon, Mm -hmm. um, everything else on these lists that they're pushing out are nothing. Like, nobody even knows what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> especially, especially movies that that probably didn't even see the see the day of light, like After Tar. Sun. If that has the chance too, it's just like yeah. I don't know. It's looking, it's looking mighty bleak. Like, yeah, this is really bleak. I mm-hmm. nobody has watched these movies, so yeah. That's why I kind of like everything everywhere. I'm glad it's like my 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 pick overall because I think it Same hits here. that sweet spot of like it's a big crowd pleaser, but it yeah. also is a, a nice indie story. So, are I'm you like, surprised by the lack of the Batman in the award season right now? Yeah, I mean, yes, I'm yeah. mad. <laughs> I'm so mad. I'm like, they ain't even putting it in score or nothing. Okay. Nothing. It's been wiped oh, out, and damn, I try my best bitch. on my BF BFCA ballots. I was put. I was. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, best score, best cinematography, please, best picture. Give me give me something. It. I just wanted it, I wanted it in I wanted it to like be in one like <sighs> award something. And I tried my best to put it. I put that's director. I put it in. <laughs> I was trying to go ham. And then and then the damn BF BOFCA award winners came out and it was like nowhere to be found I said, they didn't give really nothing i think i saw one one critic group i think i've seen so far give it best score but i'm like damn i was hoping uh, it could at least catch on in a couple of these technical yeah. categories and it's just not catching any type that's of momentum not. at all right now <laughs> so, uh, so i'm like damn see that's what happens when you got them two other blockbusters you got avatar and top gun they say okay top we don't gun, yeah top gun is the one that's like the box the, the blockbuster that we don't need like no taking, batman yeah, yeah. <laughs> wb what's his name he's trying to save money he probably ain't even campaigning that shit Vaslav mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. he probably didn't even care about trying to get batman in there that's probably why he's over here so worried about saving money laying everybody off and shit damn Spend a little bit of money and get Batman the run it deserves. <laughs> exactly. So, oh, I don't know. We'll see. I um, I just want some love for the Batman. That's all. <laughs> but everyone, as Where's far the as rock? he's probably out here campaigning for Black Adam. <laughs> Black Adam. He needs to let it. He, he wants the best go. actor for Black Adam. <laughs> he needs to let it go immediately. <laughs> the way he came out is, I didn't ever follow the Black Adam and WB accounts on Instagram. <laughs> oh, I feel like he did. Mad. I don't know. He is Maybe. acting a fool. I'm like, <laughs> damn, he is addressing everything. That's how you know it's bad. Because he it's is bad. defensive as 
hell on social mm-hmm. media about Black Adam. Oh my god, and it's it's gonna it's only gonna get worse too, especially when they start announcing these slates and stuff next month. Oh my so. god, I just know he's he's conjuring up some way to try to make up some numbers on streaming for HBO Max. <laughs> he's he just gonna say it. He's gonna run out and say biggest week on HBO Max ever. <laughs> he ain't gonna post a number or any evidence. He's just gonna say that and run with it. Oh, I hope like, we oh, don't I ask questions. To... I wanted to wait to announce this, but Black Adam was the biggest HBO Max <laughs> movie of all time ever, ever, just ever. <laughs> it, it, it more streams than everything else combined. Bigger. Black Adam has had more streams than Stranger Things season four <laughs> and Wednesday, Wednesday and Heartstopper and Dahmer <laughs> oh, all at once. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. Holy smokes. I'm a holler. If he comes out. He is doing a Netflix movie. And I know he's going to come out and like talk about the fucking numbers again. <laughs> like a, he's doing like a Santa Claus thing. Like what oh the fuck? God. I don't know, dude. So. It's time to go to hibernation a little bit. After this Black Adam fiasco, <laughs> I think you need a good vacation route. Dwayne, please find an island to go or something. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't know what's happening <laughs> over here. Um. Okay, everyone. So we that is it for this episode of the Box Office Report Show. Thank you guys all for listening. Larry and I will be back if something goes crazy next week with Avatar's numbers. Minus point one percent. We'll be here. Yeah, yeah. Next Sunday is Christmas. Maybe maybe Monday we'll come back. But um, as far as the box office, I think for now we have not box office. I'm sorry. As far as the podcast, I think right now we have one show left um that is tomorrow a review for babylon will be out before it comes out over the weekend and that is it for us after babylon at least until after christmas now if something crazy goes down where you hear like maybe a story comes out of black adam like i don't know the rock is superman the Rock stormed into the Warner Brothers office and it's like fighting James Gunn. I don't know, something crazy like that. Then obviously we'll be back when that happens, you know. But uh, as of now, uh, yeah, you, you know, after Babylon tomorrow night with Josie and I, um, the next show will be after Christmas. So enjoy your vacations, everyone, anyone that has it. Enjoy the holidays. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. Larry, let everyone know they can follow you. Yeah, you can find me since I can still promote here. Um, can't be oh, pro no ish over on the Twitter, but I guess I'll promote Twitter itself. Uh, you can find me on Twitter for now <laughs> at Chili Boy <laughs> YT and Instagram and YouTube at Chili Boy Productions. All right. And you can follow me on Twitter, everyone at Cinemaniac94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. And that is it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. We'll talk to you guys soon.